Um, we are a few lines in, three, four, four lines in, bow mine. So if you remember yesterday, we were coming off of, the Gemara was discussing um, the guy's something that you are uh, watching or holding, a pikadon for the guy. So we say that if it's a pikadon, then it's going to fall under the Isser of Bayur of Okay, really Bayimatse, but we said that if through the Hekish, whatever is in Bayimatse is in Bayura, they go hand in hand. And therefore, since, even though it belongs to the guy, since you have a chrayis on it, you're watching it. And we came, um, based off of that, we discussed the concept of Dabar Hagar and the Mamun Kimamun Dami. So now we're going to have a Shiloh kind of with use, utilizing these concepts. Um, now, Bayimine Meirava, Behemas Arnoina. Okay, so let's. So what's going on here is that you have uh, Arnona is a tax. So you separate it out of behema. To um, you separate it out to pay your taxes. Okay, now the din is normally when it comes to the issue at hand here is is bechira. Okay, is bechar right? So we know that the firstborn animal um, normally needs to be given to the kain. So the question is, however. If a guy has ownership in the animal, it's only an animal that you own exclusively. If a guy has any sort of ownership, interest, right? We call, Rashi uses the Lashon of Sheyad Nachri Be'emtza. Okay, if there's a guy involved at all, then it's going to be Potter. So we want to know, okay, Behemas Arnoina, since it's kind of pledged to pay your taxes... So therefore, it's like uh, that you don't own it alone because the government has a piece of it, right? It's going to be used to pay your taxes. And therefore, do we say that even though you're, it's your achrayis, right? Even though you're watching it, the animal's in your rishos, it's your responsibility. Do we say that the fact that the government or the guy has some sort of a shaykhis to it, it's like they have a yad in it, that it, that would be enough of a yad to potter it from the chiv of b'chayra. That's what we want to know. Now, any place the matzim masalik, right? In an event, the matzim masalik le where you could pay your taxes with cash, right? So right? So then, why are you using this animal? You're getting out of it, right? You're just trying to get out of it. You could really pay your taxes with money. Why are you using this animal? Okay, so then we're not going to potter you from bechayra because it's not really that the yad. The guy has a yad on this specific thing. I could pay, you can pay him money too. We can pay him with money too. Right, where the this thing is pledged for the taxes, nothing else you could do about it. My. Sorry, what is the bechar again? You give it to the kain? Is that what it is? The bechar, regular, yeah, a bechar, firstborn, a first firstborn animal, you give it to the kain. Okay, the kain eats it. Um, yeah, yeah, the kain eats it. If it gets among the kain eats it. Yes. Um, Okay, Amar um, Lahu. So he said, Petura. It's Pater from Bechar. Again, the, the guy being involved in this animal is enough um, where he has ownership and it's considered Yad Nachri, and therefore it's going to be Pater. Frakta Gemara Bahatanya Chayeves. Ah, we have a Bryce that clearly says that there is a case where you would be Chayev. So my answer is okay, well, Hassan Tabasi Masalakli. Yeah. So if, again, if, the, uh, if you can pay your taxes with money, and you don't have to give this animal, then it's like we consider that the guy doesn't own any part. It's not considered yad nachri in this animal. And therefore, you, that's when you'd be chayiv. Uh, this animal would be chayiv in Bechur. But um, if not, it would be potter. So now, ikad amri. Amar rava. Another way of learning this. Behemes arnoina. Betura mena Even though 
you could take care of your tax bill with money. Okay, but still, right, even still, it's enough for Yad Nachri. It's a very low bar. If the guy is involved at all, any which way, it's going to potter it from Bechar. So, but, however, However, when it comes to the dough, right, dough, so we have the similar din when you talk about chala, that there's a concept of reishis arisoi seichem. It has to be your, your dough. If it's your dough, it's chayev and chala. If it's not completely yours, so then it's going to be potter. So we're differentiating here, even though we're saying that on the tzad kula, that an animal is going to be potter from bechara, even if, even if the authorities or the guy is not going to have any shaykhs to this animal, you could pay with money. We said that's good enough. When it comes to truma, I've got the matzi masalically, okay, even if you cannot, even if he, the, the guy or the authorities can come and collect this dough, we'll still say that, we'll still say it's going to be chayev. Why? My taima, because there's a difference. Behema is like kala, okay, that the behema has a kol, and therefore, when the animal is pledged for taxes, everybody knows it, right? So we're going to consider it like when we view it, we say, oh, it belongs to the authorities, it belongs to the government, it's not really yours. And if it's not really yours, it's going to be pater from Bihar. But Isa, the dough that's sitting inside your house, there's no call on that. Nobody knows who it belongs to. And therefore, it looks like yours, it feels like yours. I don't care that, the, that it's pledged for taxes. It's, it's too much like yours to pater it. And that's why we're going to be it. Okay, now we're going back to Chametz over here. Let's say a guy walks into a Chatzar of Yisrael. He's holding dough. Right? Not your problem. Okay? You don't have to, uh, you don't have to uh, tell the Nachri, hey, get out of here. Right? He's holding it. You don't have to tell him to get out of here. However, like we had yesterday, let's say it's a Pikadon, right? You're watching it. You're guarding it. You have a Chrayas. Then Zakuk Lebar. Okay, then you would have to get rid of this Chametz. Now, what happens in between yichid loy bias? Let's say you um, rented him a space, a corner in your house, okay, a locker. So what about that? So ain zalkaglavar, you don't have to, okay? You don't, ha- you don't have to get rid of it. Why? Okay, so maybe, basically we have three cases. Nachi walks in with, a, with, with dough, pekadon with achrayis, and yichid loy bias. So those are the three cases. Shenamar, right? We said one... Uh, two of them, the, the two outers, right? If the Nachri walks in, you don't have to get rid of it. Pikadon with Achayas, you do. And Yichad Labayas, you don't have to. Shenamar, as the Pasuk says, lo yimatze. Okay, the Pasuk says, lo yimatze. Now we have to understand where, which one of these three cases does that lo yimatze apply to? And what are we talking about? So Maika Amar, what, what's going on over here? Amar Papa Aresha Kai. That this Pasuk is going on the Resha. Vachik Amar, if Gidu Etzloi, it's going on the middle case. If Gidu Etzloi, Zokok Labayar, since you took a chrayis, it's a pikadon, it's your responsibility to get rid of it. Why? That we brought in, we were marba that from lo yimotzei. Okay, even though, like we said yesterday, even if you want to say, even though it's not really yours, lo yimotzei, for chametz purposes, says it's your problem. So if it's really going on the second case, why don't you just say v'shnemar after the second case? Well, it's going to be machlikis if it's on the second case. Right, right, so... It finished listing the cases and then listed it. Okay, Vahi Kamar. Hifkide etzlai zakuk lebar. Shenemar as the pasuk says lai Ravashi Amar no. Lo oila masefa. Really, it's going on the third case on yichad lebayis. Vahi Kamar. 
Yichud loy bayis. If you gave him, you rented him a space, ain't zalka glabar. You don't have to get rid of it. Shenemar, why? Because the Pasuk says, lo yimatzeh bivatechem, yours. It's only if it's yours. Since you rented this space out to the guy, it's not yours. Denachri, why? When he goes, when he goes in, when he goes to store his stuff, he's like he's storing it in his own house. He rented the space; it's his. Okay, so that's two ways to learn this. Afrak the Gemara really. Lemeir, now we're gonna get here. Lemeir, this chiyus kanya. You want to tell me that if the guy rents it, that's a kenyan? You're telling me that if you rent space to the guy, it's his. Finished. Done. You're out of the picture. Even in a place where we said that you're allowed to rent to a guy, this is not for Hamas, this is in general. You can't rent it for a base Because he's going to bring Avaita Zara in there. So, but, if you're telling me that when I rent something to a guy, it really belongs to him and I have no shaykhs to it, well, really, what do we care? He's bringing the Avaita Zara into his own house. So LMI, we see that it must be schiris doesn't really work. And if it doesn't really work, how could we go ahead and say that you're going to be putter, that it's not your problem, you don't have to get rid of the chametz that the, this, in, of, this, of the chametz that's sitting, that the guy brought in to the space in your house that he rented. So the Mara says, Shani Hacha, then no, really you have to say schiris doesn't work. Shani Hacha, da'afke rechmana balashan lo yimatzei. Okay, so really, schiris doesn't work. Okay, and here what's interesting is the Gemara is changing the lo yimatzei of being more machmer to, in essence, more mekel. That really, schiris doesn't work, and it could have been yours. However, that it shouldn't be found. It's something that is found in your hands. And therefore, we're going to say that really means only if it's really yours, not quasi yours. And yes, this belongs to the guy. You gave him the space, even though Schiris doesn't work from a Kenyan standpoint, and you have some responsibility over the space, but the chametz does not belong to you. It really belongs to the guy, and therefore it's not really your problem. Amar Rabbi Yehuda, Amar Rav. Okay, what happens on Yantif if you find chametz? Kaifal of Kli, you put a Kli on top of it, right? What's the point? So that you won't go ahead and eat it. Okay? That's the point why you put a Kli. Amarava, Imshal Hektishu. However, right, so what's the point? The point is, the Chametz, we, 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 we're very, like, we, we, we see we go crazy about Chametz, right? And this is, this is not something that, you know, when we go look for Chametz and we treat it very, very differently than anything else, right? Why we go so crazy? Because it's something that 350, well, 300 and 40, uh, 40, 47 days out of the year we eat, and then it comes for one week, we don't eat it. So we're like naturally inclined to see a piece of cake, we're going to eat it, right? Can't walk past a piece of cake. So um, over here, so we're extra makbid. And therefore, when it comes to finding chametz on Pesach, we say, cover it with a clean to make sure you don't eat it. However, let's say you had something of hectish, which is also usher to eat, and then you don't need to cover it with a kli. Why? Because hektish, you always, my time, a mibdi bedilimine. Because hektish, you never, anytime you see something of hektish, you're never going to eat it, right? It's, it, it weighs very heavily. You would never come to eat it because it's usher the entire year. So we're, we're highlighting the difference between things that are usher to eat, between things that are naturally would normally eat, right? My natural inclination would be to go ahead and eat it, and things that we wouldn't. 
So now, you think it's better to cover with the clea than to pick it up and throw it out? Well, you can't pick it up and throw it out. It's mukta. This is a yomtif issue, or even chalmai. It's it's yeah. I mean, it's 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 usher to you. It's yeah. It's it's a yomtif, 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 yomtif. Chalmai, you can take it and throw it out. Now we're gonna see this. Vamar Rabbi Yehuda Marab. Okay, in fact, right, in fact, what you're asking, we're going to see from this case here, that covering with a bowl only helps for one day. It's not a long-term solution. Why? Because, right, in those days, right, they didn't have a lot of pots. So I covered it with, I covered it with a bowl. Well, at some point, I'm going to need that bowl. So for one day, I can make without it, right? But I can't leave, all, I can't leave it all seven days. So now we're saying, what happens if I have chametz before Pesach, right? A guy left chametz in my house. It's not my chametz, but I have chametz before Pesach. But I don't have anywhere to put it, okay? My, my house consists of four walls and no place to store it. So what do I do with it? So you might think coming off of that that I should put a clay on top of it, right? If that works on Yantif, it should work before Yantif. That's how you separate things. So we're saying no. You have to make a mechitza saratvachim mishem heker. And Rashi specifically says, Ba'ar ba'asar. We're talking about chametz, not that you found on Yantif. Ba'ar ba'asar mishem heker. Why? Shalai yishkach v'yechlenu. V'loi sagile b'kfiyas kli. It's not good enough to cover it with a keli. Why? Kol sheva shakli nitil l'tzayrach. Okay? Umiwa hu dile'il lo'i efshel le'i mechitza. You can't make a mechitza on Yantif. And therefore, on Yantif, you cover it with a kli. Before Yantif, you want to separate that chametz out. And you don't want it to be in the rest of your house. So you make a mechitza around it. Okay, you build a nice wall. Why Misham Hacker? Now again, but what do we see? The same thing like we said in the last Lachav, Mishal Hektish, However, if the food on the 14th you see is Hektish, you don't need to do this. Why? My time amid Dubadili Yenishmine, like we said, Hektish is not, yes, it's, it's very serious, but it's Usr the entire year. Therefore, we don't have to go through such lengths to separate yourself from it as opposed to comments, which you're normally doing. Okay, now we're going to talk about timing here. Somebody who right heads out of town, so either they're mafresh liyum, right? They go on a long sea journey, or they go right. They go long term vacation. So if it's more than thirty days before yantif, they don't have to. They don't have to destroy their chametz. If they leave within thirty days of Pesach, right? They leave before Purim. If they leave after Purim, then they have to zakuk um, They have to destroy their chametz. Now Amar Abaya. So what are we talking about? That which we said, that if you're within 30 days, you have to destroy your chametz. We only said this, that's if you're going to come back on Pesach. If you're not going to come back on Pesach, you can leave two days before, all right, head out of town, finish, you're not going to be there on Yantif anyways, you don't have to do this. So the Gemara is going to say, one second, you're, you're trying to tell me that if I leave uh, 33 days, 31 days before, or I leave before Purim, I go away, but I'm going to come back on Pesach, there's going to be chametz all over my house, then I'll have to do beer. Of course you have to do beer. I'm going to be, it doesn't matter when you leave, even from Rosh Hashanah, right? It means at any point. Right. The bottom line is if you're going to walk back into a situation with chametz, you have to do beer. I don't care how far away. Ella Amarava, so Rav is going to modify this. That which we said, that, it's, that if it's earlier than 30 days, you don't have to. So what we're saying is that if you intend to come back on Pesach at any point, I don't care when you left, of course you have to do B'dika. Even if you don't intend to come back on Pesach, it depends. Within 30 days, there's a chi of B'dika. 
And therefore, even if you're not going to be there, you have to still do Bidika, right? It's very Nagay if we go away for, people go away for Pesach, right? So if you go away... Why do the just make a hecker? They just do a hecker before. No, because it's a chiv of a Bidika. It's a to do to go through that process. And that chiv is not satisfied. It's not satisfied just because you're not going to be there. It's not good enough. It's a chiv Bidika. So, right, it's very Nagay. If we go, we'll go, go away to a hotel, go away for Pesach, right? You'll leave, unless you leave before Purim, I don't know who has the, that kind of flexibility, but unless you leave before Purim, then you have to do a badika on your house. And this is Rava Shita, Dama Rava. We see a similar concept. Right, a guy decides, I don't really need my house. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn it into a storehouse. Right, there's a pandemic coming. I'm going to stock up on all sorts of stuff. Okay, and what's the point? It's going to be inaccessible. So I make my house an oitzer. If it's more than 30 days before Yontif, ain't Zaka Glubar. Again, you're, you're burying your chametz in the bottom of it. You're putting toilet paper on top, right? And, 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 and paper towels. And, right? So, ain't Zaka Glubar. Toich Shleishim Yom. Zaka Glubar, you have to get rid of the chametz. Bekoidem Shleishim Yom. Nami lo yaman. El Shein Daitilofanaisai. Again, that which we said more than 30 days will protect you from having to do beer. That is, if you're obviously, if you're not going to go into your stock room, and start uh, pulling the stuff out on Pesach. If you're going to clear it out, doesn't matter how far away you are, you, can't, you can never be in a situation where you're going to walk into Chametz on Pesach. So if you're going to clear out the storeroom and empty it out, and it's going to be emptied out on Pesach, then of course you have to get rid of the Chametz no matter how far before Pesach it is. Now, we want to understand, where, why did we pick these 30 days? Where did we get 30 days from? So Hani Shleishim Yaim, right? That's what we, we have this concept of Bidika, and now we're saying within 30 days. Why? Why 30? So Hani Shleishim Yaim, I have a Where do we get that from? So we say, Kitatanya, like we learned in a Brisa, we have this concept, Shoyle Midarshin, Bilchasa Pesach, Kaidra Pesach, Shleishim Yaim. That there's a concept that one has to start learning about the halachas of a Yantif 30 days before. Okay? And therefore, so in a similar sort of vein, we see that within 30 days, we already have to start um, making preparations for the Yantif. So Bidika is a preparation, right, for the Yantif. You're not allowed to have Chametz Yantif. So therefore, we say, it's almost like a borrowed concept. Within 30 days also, you have to do the Bidika. Rav Shimon Gamliel, he argues on the Tanakham, on the Chachamim, and he holds that when do you have to start doing Shail and Medershin, when do you have to start learning about the Yantif, that preparing? He says, Shtei Shabbosos. Two weeks before my time, the Tanakama. So what, what's the reason of the Rabbanon who say 30 days? In other words, how do we know that this 30-day concept, right? Where do we get this from? That you have to start preparing 30 days before. That Moshe was teaching the halachas of Pesach Sheni. When was he teaching this halachas? On Pesach Rishon. Pesach Rishon is 30 days before Pesach Sheni. So we see that you start preparing 30 days before. Shenamar, as the Pasuk says, Vayasu b'nei Yisrael is ha-Pasach b'mayadoi. They made the carbon Pesach at its time. Uchsev, right? So that was talking about the carbon Pesach that Kal Yisrael made in the Midbar. I believe there was only one. They made one in time, only one in the Midbar. So this is the one they made in the Midbar. Uchsev, and the Pasuk says, now what happened? Vayiyan Hashem asheru t'mein l'nefesh adam. They came, these people that were Tameh, they came, and they came to the Moshe with a complaint, saying, uh, Lamani, right? We, we can't, we can't, uh, we can't fulfill the mitzvah because we're tamid. So Moshe said, okay, well, we'll have this concept of uh, Pesach Sheni 30 days from now. And he taught them the din, the din of Pesach Sheni, and it was 30 days before. Rav Shimon I he says, when do we start? So, okay, so that's, and now I got my 30 days. Rav Shimon what how is he going to understand this? Well, we see clearly 30 days. So he says, now, Amalach, I did the Ayur B'mili 
really, this is not specific. This is, um, this is not a gem, sorry, this is not a general rule that any, any Yantav we teach 30 days before, it happens to be, right, if you look at the events, we were talking about on Pesach. People came and said they couldn't do Karim Pesach, so they were upset. So he said, okay, I'll give you a makeup one. It'll happen to me in 30 days, but it wasn't Dafka. That's why he was discussing it now. It wasn't because it's specific 30 days teaches us anything. It's because we were dealing with Karim uh, uh, Pesach, and uh, we were dealing with people excluded, and they, so Moshe decided to talk about, you know, where the makeup day would be for them. Uh, right? So, since we were talking about the halachas and the dinim of Karim Pesach, Masak Luhu the Pesach, so he just went ahead, Moshe went ahead and explained um, all dinim of Pesach. Specific Pesach Shani. Okay, so my time at the Rav Gamliel. So we said Rav Gamliel holds that when do you start being Shail B'Darshan B'Helcha Sachag two weeks before? Where does he get two weeks? He says, Sharei Moshe Aymid B'Rosh Chodesh Ma'azer Ala Pesach Because Moshe got up on Rosh Chodesh Right, Pasha Sachodesh, he got up and that was Rosh Chodesh and he started talking about and that's two weeks before. Shenamar, as the Pasuk says, HaChodesh HaZalochem, Rosh Chodashem, Uchsev, and the Pasuk says, Dabiru HaKoladas Yisrael Leymar, that's what the Chodesh HaZevi, Yichulahem, Ish, Selebeis, Vos, Selebeis, right, goes through the whole thing, talks about Karim Pesach, that is tying, right, the set to the bedpost, but it talks about Karim Pesach, and that happened on Rosh Chodesh ostensibly, to which the Gemara says, Mimai Debereish Yarcha, he said, HaChodesh HaZeh, but he didn't, who says that Moshe got up, it doesn't say anywhere that Moshe got up to talk about this on Rosh Chodesh, Maybe Moshe really got up on the fourth or fifth month and he said, a fourth or fifth day of the month and said, this, this month is the month where you make a Karim Pesach and maybe, maybe really you only have to start talking ten days before. So, We learn it from a different, from a different Pesach. The Pesach says, Vayidaber Hashem El Moshe B'midbar Sinai B'ashana Hashenis B'chodesh HaRishayim This was, right, in Sefer Midbar. It was the second year, Nisan. Okay, Uchsev, and what does it say? Then Moshe got up, second year in the Midbar, and says, Nisan, we've got to make Karim Pesach. It says, So again, ostensibly, he got up on Rosh Chodesh Nisan, and he started talking about that they had to make a Karim Pesach on the 15th of Nisan. So that's my two weeks. So Frechti Gemara, again, right? It says he got up. I didn't say that it was Rosh Chodesh. Maybe it was the fourth or fifth day of the month. No, I'll tell you why. How, I, how do I know this by Midbar is Rosh Chodesh? Because Asya Midbar mi Midbar. We're going to learn it, uh, right? We're going to learn Midbar from Midbar. Midbar from Midbar. Hekish Midbar to Midbar. What did it say in the Pasuk we just quoted that talks about Karim Pesach? The Midbar Sinai says in the Midbar Sinai, and what did we say in the first opening uh, pasuk of Sefer by Midbar? That it was the first day of the second month. Now it's the second month, which Mar is going to address us in a second. But what do we see? That he got up in the first day of the second month. So when Moshe got up, it calls it by Midbar Sinai, and it's Barishan. So when we have another Midbar, a few Prakim later, and we say that that was the first month of the second year, that was Nisan, it also must be Rosh Chodesh, because it uses the Lashon of the Midbar Sinai as well. So when we're Makesh, Midbar to Midbar, and we say we know that it's Rosh Chodesh, and Malalun Barosh Chodesh, Afkan Barosh Chodesh. Okay, so that is how Rosh Chodesh Gamliel knows that it's the 15th, that we start a darshaning 15, right, we show the darshaning, we start learning the halachas of Yat the 15 days before. And the Gemara is going to try to understand over here, let me famous, 
famous uh, concept. But if you look clearly, if you look, um, if you look, the first, the, the first pasuk we quoted in Bamidbar was Bamidbar Tess. That was the Karman Pesach. When did that take place? Bamidbar Tess took place the first, we just said, Rosh Chodesh, Nisan of the second year. Bamidbar Aleph, when did that take place? Rosh Chodesh, Iyar of the second year. So it's out of order. Why don't we have Karban Pesach, which came first, right? That was Echad Benisan of the second year. Then we can talk about the counting, right? That's what Bamidbar opens, the counting, which is on the first day of the second month. Tessana was referring to the Perak? Yeah. Yeah, I was just, yeah, that's how it shows in, in the Gemara. Okay. So Amar Rabbanasi, right? So eight, right? We have the Prakam are out of order. So Amar Rabbanasi, right? Tachlifim Mishmi Dirab, Zaysemeres, Ein Muktamam Ochar Betaira. There is no order in the Torah. And therefore, just because uh, we list things for when it makes sense to list things, and just because it's out of chronological order, that does not bother us. Amar Papa. Now, Rapapa modifies this. Loy Amran, when do we say this? That is betray in Yanni. When two different ideas, right? Two different stories, two different concepts. Avol, Bechad in Yana, when we're in one Indian, and that has to be, Rapapa says that has to be, right? You can't just start in the middle of a parsha talking about one Indian and the event should be out of order. Why? We have a concept, right? Klal Uprat. What's the din by Klal Uprat? So we have something comes to be kal, right? It comes to uh, include a lot of things. Prat, it comes to limit, right? So how do we understand when we have kal first and prat? What's the din? Ain b'chal, mashba prat. The kal says everything, kol. Prat comes to limit. So ain b'chal, mashba prat. Since the prat came later, right? Order here is important. That's what the word is going to ask. Well, order is important. The kal came first and then comes the prat. So it's going to be limiting. It's a limiter of the kal. Dilma Prado Klahu. So if you want to tell me, right, if you maybe would like to uh, suggest that things could be out of order within a parsha, well then how do you know what's a klal prat and what's a prado klal? Prado klal works the other way. When the pasta comes to tell you something specific and then increases it, it'll in, it, it adds. So I don't know, right? We're coming, right? We 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 use uh, this concept to learn a lot of dinim out of different psukim within the Torah. So I have to know, right? If you tell me within a parsha that it could be out of order, then I'll never know if my Prado Klal is really a Klal Prat. And what's the difference? The Ein Muktamukhar is only talking about historical events, right? No. We're saying at this point, maybe it's just totally random? Yeah, it's out of order. At this point. Uh, yeah. No, we're trying to bring a Raya. That we're trying to say that it must be that this that will accept that things could be out of order is only in different parshas, but in the same parsha it has to be in order. Otherwise, this whole concept, right? It's one of the shlishas shemidah shatar nidreshes b'hem. It's a basic, fundamental, founding principle of how to learn things from the Torah would always be out of order. We never know which one, right? Is it called proud or proud or call? I don't know. It depends which order it's in. Visu. Right? And the other way, right? This is just saying the other way. Prado klal. What happens when you have a prod? It's a limiter. And then a klal. Nasa klal moiseva a prat. So then the klal increases what we started as a limiter. Right? We said, for instance, we said, you're not allowed to do one thing. And then we say anything. So that means you could, right? It, it increases what you, can, what you can use it for. Dilma klal prado. Maybe that's a klal prat. So now, frakti gemara. So I don't understand. I would have the same issue. 
Ihachi. So now you're telling me, oh, that, that's a raya that within one parsha will never be out of order. Well, within two parshas, also you should run into the same problem. nami. Even but two, dealing with two different topics, you should still run into this problem. Now, so if you want to tell me that we don't, we don't use these rules, and this is something that's brought up, whether whether you can take a call from one parsha and then a you know call and a prat and then a call from another parsha and learn a call prat or call or a call and prat from two different parshias. But if you hold you can, you're going to run into this issue too. If there's no order, then I don't know if it's call prat or prat or call. El l'man damar donin ma'ikal l'meimar. So the Gemara says, I feel l'man damar donin. Even when we say donin, hani mili bechad yana. Even when I'm willing to don something from two different parshias, it has to be one inyan. So you could have sometimes one Indian discussed in two different parashiyas, and what? If it's one Indian, then it has to be in order, and therefore you're going to be okay. We'll be trained yonin, ain't yonin. Everyone's going to agree that you wouldn't learn a kal prat if it's in two different yonin, because it could be out of order, right? So, um, right? So, so that, and, and, and that is how uh, we understand this again. Topic? Uh, like I, the famous one that sticks out to me is Meiser Shani, right? What could you spend your Meiser Shani on? So we have, right? The pasuk says in Re'e. Uh, um, gosh, I shouldn't know this better. Right, what yeah, is it? Seriously. <laughs> seriously, on the spot, I'm on the spot over here, right? Huh? Call, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to look at the, uh, the right. So it says. Um, What is it? Aser taser is called to azarecha. You say aser dashana shana. Vachotel finish amachor shevchar. Ma aser right? What could you use? Digan chotiresh chavitzarecha. Okay, and then it says v'nasata b'kasef v'tsarta kasef. What could you spend meiser sheni on? V'lachta amachor shevchar hashem v'nasata kasef bechol. It says you could spend it on anything. Taven hashechar. Anything your heart wants. Babakar bayayin v'tsayin bayayin v'shechar. V'bechol asher tishalchan hashechar. Right. So I went ahead. The pasuk says chol. You could spend the money on anything. Wait, wait, wait. Anything doesn't mean anything. Anything means the bakor of atzan v'ayin v'sheha. Right? That's a klal. Now there it happens to be a part of klal because we say b'chol right afterwards. So it's bookended with another call. So you have to learn how to darshan it, but that's an example of how a klal prada works. Where first we say general. You can use it for anything. Only for specific things. So what does that mean? Again, if a call comes first, anything, then the specific things are very limiting. We'll say it really only means the specific things. If it's the other way, if it listed the specifics first and then the call, then we would learn and say that it really, it really includes anything. It's Moshe. So what we say is, if it's too, we're not specific to Parshish. That's what the Gemara is answering. It's specific to Inyan. If it's one Inyan, even if it's two Parshish, then we're gonna, it's going to be Muktam Ma'achar. Because one Indian, when did we say that we only w- w- were mocked on chronological order? That is, within one Indian, even if it spans two parshias. And everyone's going to agree, you're not going to learn these rules if it's in two different Inyanim, potentially for this reason. Okay, Amar, Rabbi Yehuda, back to Chometz on Pesach. Amar, Rabbi Yehuda, Marav, Haboidek, somebody who does a Bedika, still, Tzarech Sheyivatel. Okay, you still must do Bittel. Rashi, a very interesting Rashi, says, how do you do Bittel? Right, it's a famous question. Uh, bittel, does you have to do bittel belave or with your mouth, right? Which one? Rashi says, in your heart, but then he says, okay? 
Okay, so Rashi seems to be saying that bittel in your heart would work, but then you also have to say it. Let me first try to explain exactly what's going on over here, but it's an interesting uh, Rashi. My time, huh? Isn't that one of the few places that you say it in both Hebrew and Aramaic? You could say it. In, saying, what, what, do we, what do we do? No, we just do it in Aramaic. But we do it in Aramaic. But why do we do it in Aramaic? To so show people, that because in those days they understood Aramaic. So, you right. should, so if you don't understand Aramaic, yeah. you don't understand Hebrew, then you're supposed to do it right. in English. So that's this idea that Rashi's saying. That you have to. You say have to. The Yeah, it could be the language. Okay, my time. Now there are others that explain <laughs> Rashi to say that even if you do it in your heart, sometimes you don't pay attention to things that like you don't really pay attention. So therefore, you have to speak it out. But the Ikramitz was belayed. But to make sure that you're paying attention, you have to speak it out and do you know an, a, a, a more tangible action. But really, Ikramitz was belayed. That's that's how uh, I've seen that. That's how the answer is structure. Okay, my time. Oh, why do you have to do bittel? Let's say what if to do bittel because maybe there'll be some crumbs around. I didn't find those crumbs, right? What we see is that we're very makbid, like we spoke about. Chomets were very makbid, even for crumbs. There's no, like, kezayis, right? Bayu Rabbi say it's an issue even if there's chomets mashu. So for crumbs. So I, why do you have to do bittol? Because maybe the crumbs you won't find. Crumbs aren't chashiv. V'chitema, I'll tell you. Kivon deminter lohu. Agabese chashivi. Maybe you'll tell me that since they're in my house, hear this concept, right? What's the point of the house? A house is to protect the contents inside the house. One second, what do you mean, Holai Chashivi? I thought it's, it's even uh, a mashu. Yeah, well, so. Strike that. No, no, I'm saying, the Gemara is saying it. Holai Chashivi. Right, we're saying it's, it's not Chashiv, and therefore I don't have to worry about it. No, no, the Gemara is saying, Ine, Mishim Piru, and Holai Chashivi. But even if it's not Chashivi, the, the Isser on, on, on Pesach is even eating. mashu. Yeah, eating. Only eating. Eating. Ah, okay. Eating. It's, yeah, these are, you're, you're wading into very, like, you're trying to go very, these are like some of the deepest sugis and shots. Like, okay, we're going to try to do it superficially. This is definitely going to share. I'm not qualified to give anything else. I don't even know if I'm qualified to give this. But, you know, I'm trying to skirt these, you know. So the mashu is on eating. Yeah. Yeah, let's say. Let's say. The rush says it's considered ownerless since it's so insignificant. Okay. But the point is, right, it's not chashif. Let's, let's, right, let's, the point is not chashif. I, Frech the Gemara, well, what do you mean? If it's in your house, what's the point of your walls of your house? That's to protect the contents inside the house. That's why we have a house with walls. So if so, if it's protecting it, maybe we'll say that it, that is machshavit, right? It's protected, even though you don't really care about it. But Lamaisa, it's in your house, so its default is that it's being protected by the walls of the house. Vatanya. So maybe you'll you'll try to say that. It will give it'll give it a chashivas. Well, Tanya, we learn in a brisa seifi te'enim. Seifi te'enim is the end of the harvest. These are like the dregs, the stuff like the figs. They didn't really make it, right? They're not they're not so good. But what happens? So you, in, in those days, so you have a field, so you start planting one thing, right? And then at the end of the crop of te'enim, you would plant anavim. At the end of anavim, you'd plant uh, uh, diluim, right? So you go from crop to crop to crop. So when I plant, I plant my next crop the dregs of whatever was my previous crop is still there. I don't really care about them because if they, they weren't good enough to harvest, so they weren't good enough to harvest. So safe tainim, these are the dregs of the tainim. But now you're guarding your field because of the anavim, right? So you, because I, I already started planting my grapes, there's still some yucky tainim there. I don't really care about the tainim. Or safe anavim, same thing next harvest, right? The dregs of my grapes are left. Uh, I have cucumber. I have a cucumber harvest or a or a gourd harvest, right? I'm planting other stuff. 
So Agav, I'm watching my field from animals or from whatever to make sure, or I'm watching it to make sure nobody goes in and steals my good crop. Agav, I'm also watching the dregs left over from the previous crop. Bizman Shabalabais Makbit Alein. If the Balbaim says Makbit, Asurin Mishum Gezel Machayavim Amaiser. Bizman Shein Balbaim Makbit Alein. Mutar Mishum Gezel Peturim Amaiser. So we see that we don't care that you're watching it. We don't consider this concept of saying Agav, I'm watching it, right? In order for what's the concern here? Somebody wants to come. Somebody comes along and takes it. Am I allowed to take it? Is it Chayav and Amaiser? So we say it depends on if the Balbaim cares about it. Now, but here, he's watching the field. Now, he's not watching it for this thing. He's watching it for the next crop. So, and we don't say that Agav, that he's watching it for the later crop, it's considered guarded for the earlier crop. So to over here, just because I have my house to protect me, doesn't mean that it's coming to protect, that I have in mind to protect the Pirurin. And therefore, it's not, we're not going to give it a Hashivas. Because if we give it a Hashivas, then in the case of the harvest, you'd have to give Miser on the dregs of the Anavim and attain him as well. Okay, so we see we don't say that. So now we have to answer, why, why am I peruvin a problem? Amarava, what's the problem? Gezeira, why, so why do you have to do badika? It's not for the peruvin, those are not chashiv. The point of the badika is amarava. Gezeira shemi matzah, gluske yafe. Okay, the concern is I might find a nice piece of cake. Vidaite iluye, and I'll have it in mind. Okay, I'll decide I want this cake. And if I find something on Yantif and decide that I want it, at that moment, I'm going to be over by your by Matzei if I didn't do Bittel. Rashi says that if you did Bittel, once you do Bittel, that takes care of your by your by Matzei. And if you decide you want it, you're not going to be over. Okay? And that is how, so since... Huh? You remade a Kenyan. What do you mean you remade a Kenyan? You remade the Kenyan by wanting it again. Or is it a Kenyan? No, you don't, you don't even have to remake a Kenyan because here you never bother. We're saying if you... The reason you have to do Bittel because if you didn't do Bittel... And you so, showed that you want it, that would be Bali Rala Bali Matze. Tesis learns a different thing. Without, without Bittel, what happens? If I wasn't Mavatal, then what? I see this pretzel. Then what, what would happen if I wasn't Mavatal? And what, is my, what am I accomplishing with Bittel? I mean, follow that. It, it, Bittel takes it out. Okay, so if I it, didn't have Bittel, what? Okay, if I didn't do Bittel and I, and I see it, I'm not like, ooh, I want it. Right? So that would be a problem of Bali Rala Bali 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 Matze. Right? Even if you throw it in the garbage and it's, uh, two seconds later, for that two seconds where like, your, inst- your, your instinct was, oh, I want that, that's by your Rabbi Matze. But if I was Mavatale, that will take care of, I'll no longer be Chayev by your Rabbi Matze. That's Rashi Shah. Tysus learns a, uh, a different, um, a, different uh, a, a little bit of it. He learns it a different way. Okay? So you're about all the, the Perun because you made. No, no, not Perun. We're off of Perun now. Right, we're saying that the reason I do, what we're asking, why do I do Badika? No longer because of Peru. We don't care about the Peru. We don't worry about that. The reason we do Bidl is because you might come to find it, and since, and you might want it, and then it will be over on Bali Rabbi Matzi. According to this, you don't have to be Mavata Peru at all. Correct. Okay, well, but you're Mavata all your comments, so it would be Agav that. Okay, Vachimish Kach, Afrekta Gemara, I don't understand. What's the problem? Let's say I find it, so I'll just go ahead and do Bidl. Vachimish Kach, Asla Levatle, so I'll go ahead and do Bidl. Who cares? The Gemara says, Dom Mishkachas the Basar Isura. Problem here is, you can't always do Bittel. Is it Bim then? The second I find it, I walk into it, I find it. But, but if you're second, you see it and then you want it, and then you so want that, it, so that's, you already t- want it, you're already that's, over. That's Tysus' Kasha. And Rashi, that's why Tysus learns a different shot. He doesn't like that. Uh, Tysus says, according to Rashi, I don't understand. What you, the second you want it, you're over already. So, uh, great, a second later, you're in too, too, too late. That's exactly Tysus' Kasha on Rashi. Um, there are, there are, Rishani, this is the, again, 
you're going, this is a very heavily discussed topic in the Rishonim and the Achreinim. Okay, had to be Miyashi, Dibri Rashi, but this is the of questions. So, anyways, um, what's the concern here? Then maybe the Degara answers, maybe you'll find it after it's Usr, and after it's Usr, you can no longer be Mavatalit. Right? What we're saying here, what we're saying here is that if you find chametz on yantif, you can't be mavatalat on yantif since it's aser. And now it's in this weird, it's in this weird zone, right? Why? We'll say there are two things that are not in your rishos, meaning I can't be mavatal them. But yet, you have the liability of it. Two things where it's not yours, so you can't, you can't be mafkarit, but yet it's your responsibility, your liability. Ve'elohein, bar harabim, is one, right? If you dig a bar harabim, and then you walk off, you can't, you, you can try to be mavatal at all you want, still going to be your responsibility. And chametz v'sheshah is for lamala, and chametz after, after, once it's already, v'sheshah, once you pass the six hours, it's already an isr darai, so, so since it's usr, you can no longer be mavatal it, Okay, and therefore, it won't help. So the reason you have to do bittel before Yantif is because you can't do bittel on Yantif and you might find it and be over and by your own mind. Matzeh, so we say do bittel before Yantif. Before you start the Chazar, I want to talk about what we do with uh, Shabbos Sunday, uh, what's the Shabbos Sunday? Um, Matzeh Shabbos, we'll do 8 o'clock. I give it to you at 8 o'clock. Okay, after? After Abu Sabanam. Yeah. So if anybody's interested, 8 o'clock up here. And then the, that's for the shower stuff. Okay. Okay. And Sunday morning is the same time. Sunday morning is eight o'clock. Yeah, we we, we do it. We do it straight. Good. I like that. We do eight o'clock every day. Like when you say Indian, why don't you consider Pesach Rishon Pesach Shem two different? You know, just because they have the same name in common, it's not. I'm just gonna let me just do the review. Give me one second. I'm just gonna cement it. Okay, um, so we, we first asked about this behemoth. I know we were coming off of when the guy owns something or not, right? Do we consider that ownership? Um, and we had two. So we want to know if a guy, if it's pledged for taxes, right? For Bihar purposes, will we consider that um, guyish ownership, which will potter from Bihar? We two Lashinas. Number one says, it depends. Matsi Masulik Nafshe, you're going to be Chayev, right? If you can pay the guy off with, if you pay the government with money, you pay taxes and money, and you don't have to use a behemoth, then you're going to be Chayev, and this behemoth is Chayev in Bihar. But if you can't, then we say it's potter. And the second option, we said it doesn't matter if you can settle your taxes with money or not. Either way, the fact that the guy is somewhat involved in this animal will potter from Bechar. And Masha uh, Enkein Chala, right? We said from Chala, it's not going to potter because the behemoth has a call. Chala does not have a call, even though we say similar dinner, Vicious Arisa, they say Chem, that it's yours. Okay, then we asked, we brought basically three cases. Nachri walks into your house with Chametz, not your problem. Nachri, um, that you are. Um, your uh, your hifkida uh, etzlay, okay, that you uh, accept responsibility to guard it. So then we said, like Rapapa said, that would be a problem lo And then we talked about the third case was what happens if you're yichalay bias, right? You rent him some space, rent him a locker in your house, so it's not bevatechem, okay. Even Ravash says, even though we say schiris is not kaina, still we're makel here, and we'll say that it's considered enough, not your rishos, even though schiris doesn't give it. The, the Rishos for all purposes to the guy, right? we learned that from the Abad, case of Avayi Dazara, still, in regards to Chametz, it will help. Okay, we said, what happens if someone finds Chametz on Yontif? You got to cover it with a Kli, but Kachim, you don't have to, because that is Bedili Mine, that you, you're used to not uh, getting involved with. 
Okay, we said that what about on Yudalid, right, that you didn't, uh, you have chametz from before, okay, that you were not mechambal achrayis, you have chametz sitting in your house, so you have to make a mechitza as a hecker, okay, but again, for hectish you don't have to because you're not gonna, you're not gonna mess with it, you're not gonna, you're not gonna touch it. Okay, we said that if somebody uh, leaves 30 days before Yantif, more than 30 days before Yantif, then you don't have to do Badika. Rav explained, what is that talking about? That means you're not going to come back on Pesach. But if you're coming back on Pesach, it doesn't, it doesn't matter how far, uh, how far in advance you left. Okay, but um, less than 30 days, even if you're not going to be there on Pesach, you still have to get rid of your Chametz. Okay, and where do we learn this concept from? Similar type of deal we said when it comes to Eitzer. Where do we learn this concept from? We said that Shittas Rabbanon, that you have to be Shailim B'Darshan B'Nyan Dechag 30 days before. Shailim Gamaliel Aryuri said two weeks. We discussed uh, how do we know 30 days, right? We said one man number, the Rabbanon said we learn it from Pesach Rishon, that we Darshan Pesach Sheni. Shailim says no, I learn it from Bamidbar Bamidbar, that it, we know that he talked about on Rosh Chedesh, he talked about Karim Pesach, that was going to happen 15 days later, or f- right, 14 days later.